Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the final webinar of the year. So today we're joined by Galliford Try. Galliford Try advertises their placement and graduate opportunities on Gradcracker and have been doing so for the last five years. Galliford Try is one of the UK's leading construction groups working to improve the UK's built environment and deliver a lasting change for communities um, across the UK. So let's find out a little bit more about Galliford Try, their opportunities and which opportunities are currently open to applications and what a future could look like for you, graduates and students. Um, so first I'd like to start with Megan in her beautiful Christmas jumper. Um, Meg, I just thought you were going to show people. <laughs> <laughs> I resist. <laughs> Megan, can you tell the students about your role at Galliford Try and how you would best describe the company? Yes, thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I couldn't resist on the Christmas jumper. Molly, Molly sort of said, oh, I had mine on and I took it off. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm Megan, I'm Early Careers Manager at Gallup Try. Um, I look after all our graduates, our trainees, apprentices, basically all things early careers. So really focused on attracting early careers to, to our business. Um, what I would say about Gallup Try is the, the focus on early careers and graduates. So early careers as a whole really comes from the top our chief exec Bill Hawking and um, he's really really supportive of the whole early careers agenda and actually really passionate about it it does sound a wee bit cheesy when you say it but actually if we bring the right people and now they are the future of our business yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and, and that really does come from from Bill we're a really people orientated organization and really driven by our values and you'll probably see a bit of a theme as, as I talk through today everything that we do um, including our recruitment process once you're in the business just sort of everything that we do the way that we work if you like is, is driven by our values um so like I so say you'll see a theme as I start as I start to talk um but we're quite excited to talk to you about everything that we have to offer in, in the graduate world at the moment yeah and you've got lots and lots of offer haven't you so there's if you look on the Gallifrey Tri Hub on Gradcracker you've got actually 22 opportunities that you can apply for um, and then obviously multiple people mm -hmm. into those opportunities mm -hmm. as well um, which Megan will cover off a little bit later on. Um, so Gallifrey Tri how would you describe the actual business what what do you what does Gallifrey Tri do Megan? <laughs> We're a tier one contractor um, yeah. so we've got multiple parts to our business we've got um, sort of infrastructure or, or water and highways part of our business um, we, we build schools hospitals and um, roads our highways business obviously deliver that um, so in terms of the type of roles that we've got um, as you would imagine we've got the sort of typical construction roles you know engineers quantity surveyors site managers the ones that you would sort of immediately think of when you think of construction um, but I think what's really key about our business is there's so much more to it than that as well and um, mm -hmm. We're really um, sort of opening up and trying to look at different areas. So, for example, data analysts or more environment-focused roles, so obviously health and safety, which is really key in our business as well. Um, and, of course, we've got the building part of our business, which I didn't mention, um, which is probably half of our business, actually. So, um, yeah, we're sort of a tier one main contractor, top ten. Um, we deliver lots of different types of projects. It's probably that our grads are probably much better place yeah. to talk about their projects and what they're involved in they're closer to it than I am <laughs> yeah definitely well Jess will mention um, that to the graduates a little bit later on and I think I think how the roles have evolved uh, Megan since we've been working together over the years now it used to be like you just mentioned about your construction mm. your QS the and uh, um, you know those types of um, mm. backgrounds and opportunities but now there's so much more isn't there you mentioned about analytics and um, health and safety there's mm. so much more of a wider spread of students that you'd want to recruit from as well and um, 
What we'll do now, so thank you very much for that introduction, Megan. What we'll do now is um, just loop around, meet the graduates, speak to them in a bit more detail and find out about their top fact, which we've already gone through beforehand. So we're not saying anything that we're not allowed to say before the webinar. And um, so I'll start with you, Maureen, because you're first on my screen. So can you just tell the students, so the students who are watching um, where you went to university and what you studied and also your top fact? Okay, great. Um, hi, guys. I went to Newcastle University. Um, I studied civil and structural engineering. And my talk about Gallifrey Tri is um, we are one of the contracting companies who um, have an all-electric company car list. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Especially to be so early on with electrifying everything. So thank you very much for that, Maureen. And um, Kieran, on to you. Hi, uh, my name's Kieran. Uh, I studied civil engineering at the University of Strathclyde, and then I did uh, a master's in quantity surveying. Yeah. at what University. Um, my top fact is that Galliford Tri was actually voted top three in graduate and apprenticeship roles in 2020. Yeah, fantastic. Something that Megan's very proud of. And um, <laughs> thank you very much for that, Kieran. On to you, Molly. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Molly. I studied at the University of Glasgow um, in a degree in statistics. Um, my top fact about Galliford Tri is we recently just acquired the water business of NMCM. Um, and this includes adding around 900 employees to our environment business. Wow, brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Molly. And Megan, I did have a question. I was staring at you before because I was just hoping that you'd beam it into my head again because I forgot what it was. Your, your roles on Gradcracker um, or your roles in general, are they mm -hmm. UK-based? Can, can, can the student be based anywhere in the UK? Yeah, yeah, we're a national business, so we, we do literally span the UK from as high as sort of Inverness all the way down to uh, London and sort of yeah. southern. We've got a building southern business. Um, the way we've advertised the roles on Gradcracker, which obviously you'll know, is the, the locations are there. Um, so you mentioned some of the roles have multiple vacancies and multiple locations, as well yeah. as perhaps they span different parts of, of the business. But um, yeah, we, we are sort of a national business so across the UK. Perfect. Thank you very much for that. Um, Megan, so what I'll do now is speak to the grads a little bit more um, about their experiences of using Gradcracker when they applied to Galliford Tri to begin with. Um, so just thinking about this, the students' point of view who are watching this webinar, I'd like you to try and help guide them into what areas that you actually looked at on Gradcracker to help you put through um, a really good quality application to be able to do your research and everything like that. Um, so mine again, starting with you, so what area of Gradcracker did you particularly like to use or utilize and um, when you put in your application together um company's profile yeah yeah i think um it gives you like a summary of what they're doing and i think the videos as well i think that really um that really stood out for me when i was applying so I think that helped um understand a bit more when i was doing a bit more research into the company yeah. um also the the graduate testimony I think oh, it's called. oh the profiles yeah, so, pages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to tell you about I think that was like quite interesting so that those was that what helped me I feel when I was doing my application yeah into the company perfect thank you I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there so like the profile I know some of the um the employers' websites, they're just so huge and there's so much information on there. And what we've got um, Megan and the customer relations team at Gradcracker works really hard to do is select bits of information which would be absolutely relevant to people who are um, wanting to apply to the uh, Galliford Tribe placements or graduate opportunities. And as well, the our people, it's really tangible, isn't it, to you guys who are who are researching the company because that could be you in you know a couple of years' mm -hmm. time. So yeah, really appreciate that, Martin. Thank you. And um, Kieran, anything different for you? 
Uh, pretty similar, but I also found the kind of filter options very useful. You could kind of find things quite often when you're applying for jobs, there's too many. But like being able to yeah. filter down to area or specific role, uh, I just found that very useful. Uh, yeah. Rad cracker. Perfect. Thank you, Kevin. And we've, we've just tweaked the search as well, haven't we, Jess? So, um, yeah. the, I shouldn't say tweet because the guys in the office have been working so, so hard on this, but it's, it's I'm going to get told off that one. Um, but it's the, yeah, the, they've been working so hard to um, really develop the search on Gradcracker. So, for example, um, somebody who studied civil engineering can click on civil and um, the civil discipline and straight away opportunities are absolutely relevant and on point to your discipline. And um, so I'm glad that you've picked that up, Kieran. So thank you very much for that. Um, Molly, anything that you'd like to add? I was going to say the exact same stuff to yeah. you. <laughs> I don't want to go third for that one. <laughs> no, no, a difficult one. I guess it being in statistics, there wasn't really another like graduate website that I found where it was a specific like analytics or statistics filter. Yeah. There wasn't anything else that was, could be so specific to my degree. Brilliant. Yes, so grad cracker where the symptoms are. You've heard it here first. <laughs> um, so I'm going to, Megan, look back to you. You've also on grad crack, you've got open at the moment. What do students need to know? So have you got any closing dates in mind? Can you just go through the timelines and expectations from a student point of view and um, thinking about applying? Yeah, of course. So you mentioned already um, we've got sort of 27 live um, roles, but actually within that there's multiple vacancies. So in total we're looking at um, 57. So um, de really decent number for us this year, um, which is really encouraging, obviously. Um, so the roles are live now. We have kicked off sort of our the, the process, and I think I'll talk about this later. Um, but we've kicked off the, the process now, so we're starting our team's interviews. Assessment centres will be held January, February, March. And what we do is we allocate specific roles to specific assessment centres. So once we get round to whatever role you've applied for, you will then find out the dates for obviously your, your team's interview and your assessment centre. So in regards to closing dates, there, there's not a closing date on the roles. Um, because we work through the roles in, in sequence and in line with the assessment centres. So probably is an obvious thing to say, but what I would say is that apply as soon as possible. <laughs> probably always going to say that, but is the best advice because then once your application's in, it absolutely will be considered as soon as we look at that role and therefore we'll review that application as soon as it could be. Whereas if it was if you were to wait later, we could obviously have started already working through that role um, because our the assessment centre is coming up, basically. Yeah. So yeah. And what does the assessment centre look like, Megan? Is that all virtual, or some of that? In it is this year, yeah. So we are on the side virtual. of caution, and um, we yeah. made that decision um, a couple of months ago now, um, just with obvious ongoing uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and whilst I'm not glad that's paid off, because I wish things were better, but it has actually paid off now because it's allowing us to just continue as 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 planned, like say with a series of assessment centres, January, February, March. I think we've got uh, 14 assessment centres in total um, for the first two months of next year. So. Super. And when, when will it start? Is it a September start 22? We're quite flexible on start actually. So both in line with the individual in terms of their availability, whether they've graduated yet, because of course we're not just looking at graduates from 2022, you know, we've got both got flexibility on, on when you actually graduated as well. So um, September is probably the bulk of when people start, but absolutely could be sooner. We have people joining the business from as early as June. In yeah. fact, earlier, I think we have people joining from sort of March time. You know, it depends yeah. on, on, on the business need. And like I say, that, that individual's um, availability and when they're, when they're ready to join us. The, the cutoff for starting is early October. So no, yeah. no graduates for 2022 will start later than October. Yeah. Perfect. 
Thank you very much, Megan. I think I'm going to hand over the rolls, shall we? The rolls. <laughs> um, so, Moyen, I'm going to start with you again, if that's okay. Um, just because you're top of my list. <laughs> um, so, if you could just tell me a bit about your current role and your experience so far um, on the program. Okay. Um, so, I'm about a year and two months, I think. I okay. Think, um, I should be finished my graduate theme in about six months. Uh, hopefully, yeah, I, did, I did that math right. Um, I'm currently working under Moyen. Venture with Costain, um, the big one. Um, really, really well. Um, I think I've learned a lot. I think I have like a lot of support around me. I've had like my mentor, I've had the body system, my manager, super supportive. I think that has um, helped me. And we've had the graduate program as well. So yeah. Want to speak about that, Megan, or do you? Right. You can certainly your point of view is you know okay, you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> so I, I talk about it in quite a general sense. You can talk okay, about yeah. experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's kind of a good question. Um, it's re- it's going really well. I think um, obviously with COVID, we've not. Um, I think we had our first face-to-face session a couple um, weeks back, which was really really good to see some of my graduates in person. Mm-hmm. And I've just actually completed. We have a sofa ride module where. A graduate comes over to my site and I go over to their site. So I just did that week. Well, I went last week, but he came this week. Um, that was really, really good just to see how different um, they are. Um, an appreciation for other things as well. Yeah. That's my journey so far. Amazing. So, you know, you say that you the project they're working on now, what's mm-hmm. the previous project previous projects been like? How's that worked? And how have you transitioned from each project? Well, this is quite a big project. This is still, it's still ongoing. It's the only project I've worked on. Oh, okay. Yeah, right now. Which is, yeah, yeah, same project I've been on since I've been. So, so is, is it working on the same project in the same team or do you get to move teams without within the same project? Um, this is quite a big um, project. I think... I'm working in the earthworks discipline, but there are different sectors to it. So as the job moves along, I've um, worked with different parts. And I'm, I'm working with others quite a person. So I think because it's such a project, there's different aspects of it. So I think sometimes I sit with the quantity surveyors just to get a bit of understanding of what they're doing. And I've like gone out with the drainage team as well. So I think yeah. that's one thing, and that's one pros about big projects, that to like work with different people, yeah. um, comprising to like a smaller project. But yeah. yeah definitely well we're going to talk a bit about projects later on so so thank you for that molly i'm going to come to you same kind of question and um, yeah if you could just tell us a bit about your role at the moment and your experiences so far okay so i'm in a more general bracket like i'm not like i don't work on a construction site so i'm a graduate data analyst um for the water frameworks part of the business um so our main client right now is scottish water um so i manage quite a lot of reports um, just checking that like we're in the process of starting to really use our data in Galliford Try okay. to make decisions um, and really try and push that at the forefront of the business right now. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, I've been involved in a lot of projects. I've um, been on a secondment, like working in the more central part of the business. Okay. Moving teams quite soon, so I've had like quite a broad experience. Um, so maybe yours is more experience, more the traditional style of a graduate program in terms of being able to move projects and move groups. Is have you been able to kind of make your own career path of, to make those decisions and what projects you're going to move on to next? How's that worked for you? 
Um, I would say yes and no. Um, so I've been introduced to quite a lot of people in the business um, and managed to make relationships that way. My line manager was really good in making sure that we knew people that were in our work stream, like the more advanced um, analysts. So we've managed to, like we're joining their team soon. Um, and that was just for the relationships that we've made. We've exhausted our options in Scotland almost and are moving into the more central part of the business. And that was through discussions that I had had with my line manager. Right, okay. We made that possible. It was like, I think really Galford Tribe want to keep you like they want to make you happy as long as, like, as you're happy. <laughs> so yeah. they'll do, like they're very agile. They'll help you as much as they can. Brilliant. Um, I know I'm going to find out more about the project that you're currently working on. Um, so we'll kind of circle back to that. But is the, the team that you're working on, is it, is it quite a new team? Is the, is it a, What's the kind of size? What's the dynamic like there? So I joined, I'm the first one of two first day analysts in the Scotland part of the business. Yeah. Um, there's more people like we here and there. Um, so me and my colleague Harriet, we both joined in September 2020 and we are the business intelligence team for Scotland. That's just wow. Wow. That's wow. a good title. <laughs> so imagine, you know, imagine yourself in like five or even 10 years time and, you know, you've got all that knowledge and at the start of something. And how exciting is that to be the start of a project, which is going to end up probably being a big part of the future and, you know, having all the, the data and the answers and you being the fountain of it all. So fountain of knowledge, it's exciting, isn't it? It definitely is exciting, yeah. Brilliant. We're going to hear more about the project next, um, exactly what you're working on. But Kieran, I'm going to come to you next. If you could just introduce us to your role currently and team, all those kind of things that you're, you're involved in. I've, I've been with the ES, uh, Gallagher Trigger for just over three months. I'm working on the ESD, which is a, a joint venture between Gallagher Try, Benny's and MWH Water Treatment. It's supplying water water treatment and wastewater treatment, uh, just uh, maintaining the infrastructure for it. Okay. Uh, so I've currently got 11 sites and between those 11 sites, I kind of work within three different teams. So quite okay. good to get to meet a lot of different people working with different people. They're all kind of run them slightly different each team, even though it's similar work, they all have their own kind of ways of doing things. So it's good to learn different ways. I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, uh, and any other questions, sorry? Yeah, no, so across those 11 sites, you say? Yeah. Um, is it just you that's kind of central that go into all those 11, or is there more grads like yourself that kind of work across those sites? How does that team so work? The 11 that I have, I'm the only graduate for those 11 okay. sites, but I do have a line manager who's also on those 11 sites that helps me out with the yeah. many problems. Yeah. But then we do have a good uh, communication with other graduates as well. So there are different sites, but they do similar work, so they can help me out if I ever have any issues, give them a quick... Uh, a quick team call they can help you out quite easily yeah and what kind of skills would you say that you've learned from that experience working across all those different teams I bet a lot of technical but personal as well a lot of technical a lot of personal a lot of multitasking as well so yeah thinking what's happening on one site and then able to transfer the skills that you've learned over from that to the other site is very good even though they're all quite similar they are all different as well at the same time you know you come up with your own problems yeah definitely and it's great to hear Oh God. Oh God. I was going to say about your line manager, so the support that you get there, um, you know, how does that relationship work with your line manager and the support that you get from, from them? I get a lot of support from them. Um, usually have at least one or two calls a day with them. Okay. Uh, me out, gives me a call in the morning, then 
usually he'll give me a call at night to see how I'm getting on with everything. So we've got quite a close relationship with uh, I can imagine time management is key. So I'm guessing yeah. at the moment you're doing it remotely, working from home, or you've actually physically managed to go into the sites? I've managed to go into the sites a few times, but my sites are all over the central belt of Scotland and I'm based in Glasgow. Right. Yeah. So I need to take a full day out to go to them. So I've managed to visit most of them. But again, like the last month or so, I've not been really, it's been a bit colder, so I've been kind of more inclined to stay at home. <laughs> uh, avoid the rain so and then obviously um right now with the restrictions we've been told to work from home so it's been a lot more a wee bit more difficult it's quite good getting on site i feel of the site uh, so you know what's going on and everything yeah absolutely and this is a message that i keep drilling into um you know students that are thinking about applying for opportunities at the moment you know it's those different skills working from home isn't it and yeah. you know working remotely and it's sometimes you 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 have to put yourself out there put yourself in a bit of an awkward situation sometimes to meet that person or to create a relationship to create a network and um it's completely do, different doing that virtually than it is face to face so i can imagine those skills that you you are practicing now is yeah. probably a bit different to how you originally planned your program going yeah. it's much more difficult to get more people over a team call than it is in person but it was it is good go out and say and meet them in person yeah after that like one two meetings with them even when you're on the team's call later on conversations go much easier you get information across quicker yeah so it's definitely worth going out to say to visit people yeah definitely so it's a you know it's a, a skill that lots of employers are looking for you know good communication skills you know being able to to you know have those conversations so it sounds as though that's quite key in your role which is is something that's is really important and um, so next i want to talk about projects i know we've kind of touched upon projects a bit um and you know kind of the the best project maybe you've worked on or maybe a project that you're, you're working on that is maybe put you in a situation that you didn't expect or something like that. I don't know. I'm going to come to you, Moyen. I'm going to come to you first again because you're top of my list. Um, <laughs> and if you could tell us a bit about the, the projects that you've been on. Um, I think I actually introduced myself as what I do. I realised it after, but I'm a site engineer. Yep. So, um, like I said, I'm working on the M1 Smart Motorway. Um, that's the only project I've worked on working yeah. uh, with um right now. But I think it's quite interesting because it's a joint venture. So yeah. that, that makes my project a bit different from um others or well, other graduates I've spoken to anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm working with like another company, Cassain, and it's see um we're using the Cassain way of like the internet service, not internet service, but their program like that. Um, oh, really? Right. Okay. So, so you're actually think, using. No, I've not used Alice yet. Um, right. So, I mean, we hit that. But yeah, I think that was quite interesting. So, I think, yeah, I think seeing the blend, because a lot of people aren't from Gallif, or well, some people are from Gallifid, but yeah, I think the blend is really nice to see. But yeah, the project is quite big. It's quite <laughs> interesting. Um, it's a lot of driving up and down the M1. Um, Interesting part about the project. The whereabouts on the M1 is it that you're working on? Is it the whole top to bottom or is it a certain section? 13 to 16, I believe. Right. So, um, whereabouts is that? I'm looking at you, Jessica. Do you know? I've been driving down it a lot. I know. I'm going to tell you. Before Coventry, definitely. So, like MK to after Northampton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, my language is not working. Um, in terms of the 
crossover with um I can, I can imagine that's probably something you would expect working uh, in you know the civil and construction kind of sector there is going to be those crossovers of different clients working with different companies but how have you found that you know working with different companies trying to find your way in it all trying to find Galliford's way in it and then find Costain's way in it where how do you have you found that I think it's more about communication. I think when yeah. I first joined, um, it was such a project and I really felt like I was like, who do I speak to? Um, but I think I was given a, um, a body. Yeah, so right. Someone from Galliford who like knew the way, put me through like the, the systems and stuff like that. So that was really helpful. I also had another body from Christine. So he, he was okay. like a mentor. So he helped me in um, terms of like stuff like my partnership, just like progression along. So it was, even though we're different companies, we're still that blend where everyone was still kind of helping each other. So yeah, that was very interesting. To- from from an outsider's perspective, it sounds like a fantastic opportunity because again, you're getting almost to to chance to work with two different companies. Mm-hmm. You get to network with you know again different people, mm-hmm. and it's great for your career personally yeah. to get this exposure so early on. I can imagine. Yeah, I think where the project is so big, there's so many different disciplines on site. There's um, the environmental, there's QS, there's different people on site always. So you can talk to anyone and kind of like in an understanding and appreciation of the discipline or what they do on site. So yeah. I think that's quite different. Um, when I, I did building about two weeks ago, it was such a small site. And I thought, oh, this is cute. <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. different. <laughs> it's very different from, you know, I think we have about over two, people on site um really? it's quite a big site compared mm. to like um the one I went to so yeah seeing that difference was quite interesting and what would you say the biggest thing you've kind of maybe had to overcome so far in year over the last year whether it be personally on a project or whatever that may be okay uh Probably when I first joined, I think my line manager degree, he thinks I was very underconfident. I think mm-hmm. I think speaking to people was I think a lot of my job requires speaking to subcontractors, um, yeah. asking for things. And for a long time I didn't want to do it. Even like engineers or other people, um, like I said, it's like a lot of people, um, I'd like ask like other people like, can you speak to this person for me? And I think as time went on, I had to build that confidence to go and ask them like, oh, can I have this down or can I have this can you send this over? I think that was something that I had, especially being the only female engineer on site for a while. Um, yeah. But that was very, um, going into like a very male-dominated um, environment, which I expected, but I think what you're expecting and when you're actually there, it's very, very different. So when I got there, I was just like, oh my God, to speak to these yeah. men. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. Like now on site, we all banter, we all say like, hello, like, it was like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's nice that you feel, you know, part of the team, yeah. settled in, and you feel confident and confident now. You've built on the confidence, which is really important. Sounds like communication is a bit of a running theme, isn't it? Today? Mm. <laughs> um, Molly, I'm going to come to you next. Um, yeah, if you could tell us a bit about either your favourite project or the, the exciting project that you're currently working on at the moment. Um, I'll tell you about Rotemouth Secondment that I've been working on. Uh, yeah. Also, Megan, on that second one. Um, so we're implementing a new Oracle system in the business, um, implementing like a new HR system. 
um, and we are working on developing the reports that hopefully people like Megan recruiters will just put a click a button and it'll, it'll show her all her stats and everything all the numbers that she needs to be able to do her job really yeah. okay yeah so is that a system, I've heard of Oracle before, but for anyone that doesn't know what Oracle is, if you could just explain that. And then is it like, a have you added to that system? So it's a bit bespoke. How does that work? So, so Oracle is a system where we use, um, like we get all our pay slips in Oracle, you put your holidays in an Oracle. They always like, also use it for all the financial stuff as well. Yeah. Like if you're putting in like a... I don't know if I'm not involved in that stuff, but if you're putting like a payment or something, yeah. that all goes through Oracle. Um, and we're just updating it, hopefully it'll be a better version of Oracle and for it to look more user-friendly as well. So it sounds as though it's not just analytics then, was it some, have you, how did it, did you actually have to create the software yourself? Was that a bit of, you know, oh no, okay. No, thankfully not. Right, okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wasn't something you add into it, you know, like, as part of uh, the software yeah, it's yeah. Smart. okay so in terms of um the analytics side of things then if you could tell us a bit about the current project you're working on because that sounds super exciting okay so i our main client right now is scottish water and um in our contract for them we've got to measure ourselves against performance measures and um, which equate to our kpis and these are like incentivized against um like they can determine what projects we get depending on how um, well we're doing on our KPIs, our performance measures. So we're okay. developing a big um, dashboard that will hopefully collate all the data to show us how well we're performing. It means that hopefully like our board um, and my business unit can see how well they're doing and understand what's going on in the business at a quick glance. Brilliant. So I bet there's quite a lot of people kind of coming to you with you know with questions and wanting answers from all different departments, different whether it be senior to high level people. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a really good thing about my job being the like one of the first data analysts was like it's a buzzword just now almost, I would say. Yeah. Well, analytics and data and everything. So we were yeah. like pushed to the forefront of our business unit almost. Like we have like like meetings with the managers and stuff all the time. Like our Scottish water meetings that I go in. Um I'm sitting with all the like the manager of other construction partners as well and then there's just me oh, <laughs> for Gallifrey try um, so it's pushed me right to the forefront but it's good exposure like I've learned the skills that you need for those meetings really quickly oh fantastic yeah. and Molly I'm going to ask you the same kind of question what would you say the biggest thing you've overcome so far um on the program I want to say, and everyone talks about it, but working during COVID. So I graduated in 2020, um, just yeah. when COVID was kicking off. Um, yeah. And I was expecting to start my grad scheme like in an office, like traveling to work every day, like meeting people all the time. But I had to learn to do those skills virtually. And it's it's more daunting, I think, well, it was at the beginning, phoning someone um, rather than just going over to speak to them on their, like at their desk in the office. Um, so it was... I guess pushing my way through COVID like everyone else has had to do but it's just yeah. that's I hadn't developed relationships before COVID yeah happened. so it was having to develop the relationships during that time absolutely and I think that's just a whole new skill that's so crucial isn't it in in this new world that we're living in so yeah communication is key yes can I just mention the elephant in the room come on I Megan know. who's the cat 
had to be you, didn't it? Everybody was, else has been was ultra professional. There's you in your Christmas jumper with your cat on your neck. <laughs> That's Romy. <laughs> Is it what's it called? Romy. She loves a wee. Romy. She loves a wee Teams chat or a wee Zoom call. <laughs> How she looks like a kitten. She she? She's only three months. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, don't Jeff loves cats. Oh, bless her. Do <laughs> you shock your face? She was like, I try. I should have gone for this side, then it could have been a smooth, but I think I ended up sort of kind of a tangle than myself. <laughs> Breaks the ice. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, Sorry, I'm just completely. Can I just ask Molly a question, actually? Because um, Molly mentioned about two projects there. So you mentioned um, something that's internal, you know, requirement, like, for example, Megan and her team, and also external projects working with clients. So how how does do, do you as a business manage that? So obviously working with clients externally to then balancing up internal projects as well, or is it just a product that you're given and you just have to run with that? Um, I think like we almost just give them the project and run with it but I think yeah. with our clients we encourage like really open and honest relationships um, so it's like you could have the not the same conversations but you can be an openness to them as what yeah. you would be with people internally yeah oh yeah good it's so nice as well to hear you know both from all of your point of view about some of the other employees at MWH treatment Costain who um obviously advertised on grad cracker as well it's really nice just to hear such familiar names and everybody's working together um, yeah. on joint projects which is yeah really nice to hear absolutely Kieran I'm going to come to you project um, favorite project I'm working on I've only been working on the projects the EST session uh service delivery it's uh for Scottish Water, and we're providing uh, water and wastewater treatment uh, infrastructure, both growth and maintenance. Uh, it's a huge project. I think it's the total, it's just under four billion. Wow. So, and it's, it's a joint venture between Denny's, NWH, and GT. And okay. uh, we're also using the, uh, I think it's NWH system at the moment, but we're swapping over into the GT one in the next kind of over the next few months. So okay. I've just learned how to use this one and I'm going to have to learn how to use the next one, which will be a little bit of a pain. Uh, but uh, the contract just got renewed until 2027. So GT have won that, which okay. is good. So, and it's been going on from 2014, 2015, I think. So oh, a long running project mm-hmm. uh, and it's huge as well. And it's lots of different water, it's way, uh, water treatment plants. So you get a wee bit of infrastructure, you get structural engineering and then you also get water engineering. Mm-hmm. So it's quite good to have that kind of knowledge of everything. Yeah, uh, definitely. Good. Yeah. I always like to ask, because I think hindsight now is a wonderful thing, but um, did you imagine your career going in this kind of direction? Um, I'm sure. I, I always kind of wanted to go into construction side yeah. of things. But uh, I kind of realised I did an internship and realised I didn't like being outside in the rain all day. So, uh, you don't like rain, Kieran, do you? Yeah, no, not at all. I hate it. I hear it No, it's, it's, this is quite good because you get quite you're quite uh, flexible when you go on site. So I can be on site two or three days a week if I wanted. I can go on site one day a week or I can, uh, you know, it's, it's flexible, uh, which is really good. And you can get everything done. And it's good getting out to meet people, seeing the sites and everything as well. But yeah, Absolutely. I did kind of, I kind of, like maybe fifth, sixth year at school, I kind of did want to work in the construction industry of sorts. Yeah. 
It's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, it's the the way that your your career can go and sometimes the experiences that you get. And this is, I always say this is why, you know, getting a, a placement or, you know, doing a grad programme like this is just a fantastic opportunity to experience those things because you might end up doing something which you might have never considered before. And this is the whole benefit of kind of test driving your career is, again, as cheesy as it sounds, but it's a great opportunity yeah. to do this now. Jessica that's like almost a perfect lead on I think you plan I, I think you planned this um so on to see we are pros Megan you're laughing um tell us about the graduate program Megan and um from the, the graduates point of view what can they expect with regards to training and support and development okay um so the the graduate roles that we offer are permanent roles so you would yes. join our business on a permanent basis mm-hmm. um, and you would obviously join in, in the role that you joined, for example, quantity severe. Yeah. So you would you would receive on the job training as you would, you know, kind of day to day when you're working with experts within our business. You would also receive technical training in line with that role. So I'm using the example of quantity surveying. So, so any formal training relevant to that role in that area. Um, we also encourage you, and when you mentioned this, we encourage all our graduates to complete their professional qualification. Um, it's not mandatory, but we absolutely do encourage it. And we find that the, the absolute vast majority of our graduates really do want to pursue that. Um, we support you with that. So that's um, both support in terms of financially, we would literally pay for that professional qualification. But also very importantly, we would provide you with a mentor within the business. A mentor who's completed that same professional qualification in that area. Um, who would support you throughout um, as you complete it and obviously support and give advice as, as they've been through that journey already. So that's the sort of pillars of the, that are directly tied to the role that you would join us in. In addition to that, you would join the Graduate Development Programme. So again, that's what Moyen has sort of mentioned in terms of she, she mentioned one specific module um, where you meet with someone from another part of the business and you switch sites or, or offices. Um, but that, though, well, the whole programme is sort of seven modules um, and it's for you. It's designed to enable you to reach your potential. So it will develop your leadership skills, your management skills um, your communication skills. We keep talking about that, but these skills that are really key um, and every single graduate um, would do the same development programme. Um, regardless of what role you join us in. So whether you join us in, in IT or finance or obviously QS engineering, we all do the same development programme. There's one sort of big cohort of graduates that do that together. Um, and like I say, because that's really focused on you as an individual and, and those interpersonal skills. Um, we'd obviously provide you with much more information on our graduate programme. Um, well, once you join the business, of course, but even at assessment centre, we'd go into more detail of the different modules so you could have a really good understanding of of what we do and um, it's all driven by our values I mentioned that earlier but is sort of all built around our values and um, we work with that we actually have it delivered by a, a, a third party that we work really closely with TakePoint um, and they're a, a group of ex-military individuals really really interesting bunch um, and they've sort of designed this um, program for us and it's been really well received so far yeah and, and what kind of thing, what kind of things involved in that, that specifically bit of training from the, am I allowed to ask this, from the, the ex-military guys, what, what do you want the students, the graduates to learn from that? Well, they, they, they actually deliver all but one of our modules. So we have one right. Gallifrey Tri module, which is the finance one, which actually gets really good 
you know, as, as much as um, yeah. a finance module would, we get a lot of really good feedback on how interesting it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to sound so shocked. But, you can but that somebody there, Megan. I was really pleased, I was really pleased with how, how positive that feedback was on, the, on a finance module. Um, so, yeah, so we've had, have you had, you wouldn't have had that one yet, Kieran. You, uh, you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> um, so, so the take point, they deliver all our other modules. So, so they deliver the, the programme for us. And um, I think what's really interesting about it, so obviously we, we, we do say that it's military and they are, but they've just taken all the good qualities from that. You know, it's not yeah. designed to be some sort of military style programme. <laughs> it's just all about the, the teamworking um, and the collaboration and all that good stuff. And one module, um, Amoyne, have you done the collaboration module yet? No, not yet. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, Molly, you're the same year. Oh, not yet. Oh, well, that's a good one. So, so that one um, is, and I do, I do keep talking about the collaboration, but that's the collaboration module, and it's um, kind of a proper outdoors event, three days where oh. you're doing team building exercises. You know, build a tent, or you know, yeah. I'm, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. But really interesting, um, and, wow. and it's, it's a lot of fun. That mm. sounds exciting. Me and Jess will come along, Megan. Um, <laughs> I, I managed to get away with coming to some of them, which is quite I nice. I thought you might have done. <laughs> I don't know what you're like. You're like, yeah, pick me, pick me up with it. I'll do it. I just, I just really need to know when I'm talking about it. I just yeah. <laughs> you can replace Kieran because it might be raining and he'll be like, no, I'm not going. He <laughs> doesn't want to go in the rain. <laughs> I'm going to go meant to be in summertime so I might I might go. No, oh. And I will say we we don't make you sleep in the tents that you build. We do actually provide you with a hotel accommodation. Oh <laughs> that's a shame. It is, isn't um, it? And from um I think everybody's mentioned about mentors and things like that. So especially like looking for, for Molly um from Molly's point of view and having quite a new team doing being two people on that team. So will Molly have the opportunity to be a mentor maybe next year in a couple of years time when you bring people in under Molly, like the graduates? Yeah, absolutely. What we do at the end of the, the two years when obviously the grads finish the programme, we do a bit of a graduation type oh, event to, yeah. to, cel to celebrate that they've, yeah. completed, they've completed their programme. And at that, I always close with, um, and you'll be hearing from me to be mentors for our new intake. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I, sort, yeah. I sort of dropped that on them, but actually I find that our graduates are really keen to do that because actually, yeah. you know, they've just been through it themselves. So they want to kind of be involved with, the next the next year a couple of years later and mm. um, this year we're actually looking to bring on three data analysts with an environment and an yeah. hr data analyst as well so so yeah molly yeah watch out <laughs> <laughs> it confirmed molly you heard it here first <laughs> breaking news um, and you wanted to talk megan when we spoke before the webinar a little bit more about agile working and um your well-being incentives that you've got um at califer try yeah, this is something that we always kind of like to shout about. So yeah. Agile Working, as the, the name suggests, we, we sort of recognised, um, well, I've been with Galfotry nine years now, and I know it's something we've done informally the whole time I've kind of worked here. However, we did actually formalise it back in 2018, so still a number of years ago, um, in terms of just recognising that that maybe traditional nine-to-five type approach to, to work doesn't necessarily suit yeah. our current way of living. Um, as, as you can imagine, that's been absolutely accelerated in the last sort of 18 months to two years. But we were already doing that. So we're talking about, um, you know, working from home is such an obvious one. It's so much more than that. But it's that, just that flexible approach to, to work and um, sort of not presenteeism. You know, it's not just about being there. It's about improving work-life balance. 
Um, and we find, and we find, first of all, it worked very well for a number of our people pre-pandemic. We found that it's worked extremely well yeah. <laughs> for our people during, during the pandemic and probably indefinitely. Um, and it's just something that kind of industry leading, I would like to say most people have caught up now because they were forced yeah. to, but it's just, it's just such a good way to encourage. I think you get way more out of your people when they're happy and they've got that good work-life balance. Yeah. Um, and tying into that sort of well-being that you mentioned, so it t- I think it ties in really well with sort of work-life balance and, and that agile and flexible approach to work. Um, we've got a couple of incentives which I just wanted to sort of touch upon. Yeah, of course. Um, one is our volunteering days. So we um, give every, every, every employee two paid um, uh, volunteering days a year. So whether that's something you're already involved in, you know, if you already volunteer and you can get two days a year to, to do that, something yeah. you want to you know get involved in in your local community or, or however that might look because that's completely personal but it's something that we really really encourage people to take up I think it's obviously really important to sort of give back so we want yeah. to give people some time to do that sometimes you get quite caught up and you, you think oh I don't have time to do that so to encourage that we, we sort of give people two days a year to do that I think that's quite a good uh, sort of incentive yeah or initiative that we have um and the other one is our approach to sort of mental health awareness. So we're partnered with Mates and Mind to a mental health charity. Um, and every single employee that joins our organisation goes through um, what's called Start the Conversation module. Yeah. So, so as the name suggests, it's about starting that conversation in our industry and construction. Um, I think there's still quite a lot of stigma attached to mental health. In fact, probably wider than construction, which you know, our, our focus is within our industry and um we're trying to break that down and I think by every single person who joins it's one of the first sort of things we do when they join the organization is find out that at Gala for Try we encourage you to you know talk and talk openly bring your whole self to work and just trying to say that mental health there's no stigma about mental health in in Gala for Try I think again that's something that's become really prevalent in the last sort of eight months but we've been been delivering that for years yeah so that was just the two things I wanted to sort of highlight no, they're great, Megan. Thank you very much. And from from okay, so from the voluntary side of things, is is that any? Do you get the, from the grads' point of view? Are you starting to volunteer? Is it something that you're planning on doing in the future? Is that Kieran? Have you got any ideas what we might do? Uh, I haven't really thought of that yet, and uh, but I think it's a great thing to be doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about you, Moyen and Molly? Is it is it similar? You just started um, out. I think I um almost did it last year. Either it got cancelled because of COVID or mm. something, but yeah, I think, yeah. but it's definitely there. And um, I think I applied, but it got cancelled last minute due to COVID. So, I think COVID, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. it is such a shame, especially when you know somebody like Galifer tries is giving you all of these um, ideas and possibilities that you can go out and do that. So, yeah, wouldn't I think one day we'll be back to normal? Um, mm. And just just to finish off, Megan, before we go and speak to the grads about their training and development um, activities that they've done so far, onboarding. So, when you pick up the call, pick up the phone and make the call to say somebody has been successful, is there anything that you do to keep in touch with the grads? I know you mentioned about different start dates throughout the year next mm. year, mm-hmm. um, but do you do anything to keep in touch with them? Is there any like social networking pages, etc., that you get involved in? What we've done the last two years, and actually we started it because of COVID, but it's turned out to be successful. We'll probably continue doing it. One of those, yeah. you know, happy coincidences. <laughs> um, we have a, we sort of call it a keeping in touch call, actually, for lack of a better name. Yeah. Keeping in touch call with all our grads who've been offered, but obviously not yet joined the business. Um, and we have, well, Bill Hawking, so our chief exec I mentioned earlier, he 
he attends the call, talks a little bit about the business, about his vision for the early careers population. It is specific for grads, this, this keeping in touch call. Um, but he talks about the early careers population as a whole, talks about his journey, which is really interesting, even though I've heard yeah. it a number of times. Mm. I think it's still a really interesting thing to listen to. It speaks really well. Um, and we have other senior people from the business, for example, someone talking about the graduate programme, basically just as the name of the call suggests, just keeping in touch, just a touch point before they join the business. Yeah. Um, and then when the reason I mentioned the cutoff date for early October for when you sort of need to be in the business for that cohort is we do a big welcome event. Yeah. Um, so I, I should say that has been virtual the last two years for obvious reasons um, used to be and would like to see it going back to a big sort of in-person event where we bring all the graduates and trainees so it's an early careers event um, together and you you it's an induction essentially yeah. so you learn about the business again bill attends we have senior people from HR senior people just across the business talking about the projects the vision um, and you learn about your professional qualifications and the, the options that you've got available there um, and then you meet the leaders of the development programme as well. So again, obviously find out much, much more about what you to expect over the first two years. Yeah, thank you, Megan. And you've told me about Bill's journey so far um, at Galloper Trend. It is, it is amazing. So it's definitely, <laughs> definitely worth getting through just to experience mm -hmm. that. Um, so we're going to go back to the grads now and just talk um, to them about your training development. I know Megan's mentioned that there is a lot that you can have at Galloper Try. Um, but just from your points of view, um, personal to you and maybe your requirements or your insecurities that you had beforehand so what what part of training have you enjoyed um the most and what have you learned from that and why in over to you um what for the graduate team so far? yes anything anything in life my just just enlighten us um the things i've been doing the graduate team but lately uh i think we did i would put in one i'm training called cultural behavior management course. yes which is very, very interesting. Um, it talks about like your habits and like how mm. to like improve yourself as a person. And like it talks about like management and like obviously dealing with other people, which I feel like is very important, especially with the kind of industry we're in, you know, communication and like getting along with people. So I really, really enjoyed that module. I think yeah. we did like something as like, we worked on something like a small task, something as silly as how many times you go to the gym. So trying to work on that and then taking that sort of like mentality into like your work. So, but yeah, that was very interesting. Um, I just completed that this morning actually. But um, yeah, <laughs> sometimes when you, when you look into the sky, it's like it happened a year ago. <laughs> it oh yeah, just, just today, ten minutes no, ago. Mean, like, it was over six weeks. It was about five modules. But just today, uh, today we finished oh, it. So. Today was the day. <laughs> oh, you make me. You do make me laugh. And um, and how was that training given? Was it one to one or was it in a group? It was in a group. It was a yeah. group thing. So I think we had other site engineers, we had other apprentices, um, we had uh, management as well. So it's just nice to see how um, everyone's perspective and like the way we yeah. attack work. But yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah, um, I like the way when, when employers do that, when it's not just, you know, graduates together, they get a bit of everybody together because you get yeah. different experiences and everything else from that. I do think you learn a lot more and um, being trained like that. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, Moyen. Um, Kieran? So I'm pretty early days. I've only been with the company a few months. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've only really had the introduction one, but the, I think the rest all start in January time. Yeah. And we've had a few other kind of small, like online uh, kind of couple hours training. But I think uh, looking forward, I'm quite excited to be starting a lot of it. Again, yeah. a wee bit of a shame is a lot of it, more of it's going to be online. Yeah. I think it would be quite nice to go and meet all the other graduates from across the country. 
Uh, but I, I don't have too much to say about the training because I haven't experienced it yet. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll just think though, by the time COVID lifts all the restrictions, it'll be summer. And summer means no rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kieran. Um, Molly, favourite bit of training? Um, so this was one on the gadget development programme. It was called, I think it was called Delivering Passion. And we had oh, to give a presentation. It was mm -hmm. on anything related to GT at all. And we yeah. had to give a presentation to the CEO of Take Point Training. So the people that do oh. our um, training course. And they gave like really honest feedback. Like they weren't mean about it. But yeah. like, they gave you like really honest feedback. And it was good to do that when the stakes weren't necessarily high because they're an external company. Um, yeah. So it's like now when you're delivering a presentation when the stakes are high, yeah, um, you know exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. What did you do your presentation on, Molly? Um, I don't know on some of the projects that I've worked on. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. 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 And how, how many people did you have to present to? It wasn't that many. So it, this was one of the grad events that was in person because it was during the yeah. summer. Um, so it was when the restrictions were lifted a bit. I think there was there was less than 10. Um, so oh, it wasn't that many. It's still enough though, isn't it? Ten, yeah. ten pairs of eyes looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks very much, Molly. Um, are we going to go on to... Yeah. So, Kieran, I'll come to you first. Um, what's the future looking like for you? I know we don't have a crystal ball, but if you were to plan it, what would the plan be? Um, I think the closest thing I would like to finish my grad scheme and then yeah. work towards my card uh, surveying as well. Yeah. So that's it. And I think GT gave me a lot of help for that. You get a kind of buddy slash kind of mentor thing that will help you through it. Yeah. They've explained it to you. We've already had a few kind of calls and just chatting you through what it all entails. Yeah. Uh, so I'm quite looking forward to doing that. I think that would be the kind of short term plan. After that, who knows? I can. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But perfect chatship. That's going to be yeah. very exciting. That's mm -hmm. going to be a great start to your career. And um, Molly, how about you? Um, so moving into a new team in the year, um, and then I'll finish my graduate scheme in September. So I've got about nine months left, yeah. and then hopefully work at GT and take over the world for the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it! Yes, <laughs> well done. And Moyen, how about you? Um, everyone's been asking me this question lately. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, chartership is very important. I think that's what yeah. I'm currently working towards very funny because um my line manager and everyone's been asking me how I'm getting on with that but that's definitely high on my list right now but um yeah see if the graduates can see where it takes you sorry see where it takes you yeah yeah I think that um yeah mainly that get the M1 sorted first and see where you go after that Maybe world domination with Molly yeah maybe invite me that team doing <laughs> Yeah. Remember us when you reach the top there, remember us. <laughs> um, just want to kind of round it up from you guys, you know, the, like lasting key benefits, really. So what kind of key benefits would you say Galford Try offer for students? Um, Molly, I'll come to you first, just to mix it up. Um, <laughs> I guess like the agile work that Megan's already touched on, there's like loads, like, private health insurance, company car, depending on your role. And it's just like, it's a really good place to work. Like I enjoy coming to work every day. Everyone yeah. at me, it's like so nice. Like I've never came across a bad person. So I guess that's a benefit. Oh, that's lovely. And do you know what, Megan? It's nice how much you talk about the team as well. And, you know, you've mentioned 
Bill and, you know, mm. his, his story. And I'm like, well, I think I want to Google this guy. <laughs> I don't know what his story is about. You know, it sounds like a great place to work, like almost quite family orientated to say how big you are, which is is, is lovely. Um, does anyone else, Kieran, um, do you want to add to benefits? Is anything else personally maybe for you that... I feel we are quite cared for as a company, even though it's like a big, massive company with what three thousand plus employees. I think you you do feel like they care about you and they keep in touch, especially for graduates there, uh, making sure that you're okay and you're coping well and everything. And uh, company car is quite a nice wee bonus as well. So you've got electric one then? Uh, I got the I got the eleventh, and uh, so I actually got a different one. I, I was a wee bit naughty. I decided to get oh. a uh, car allowance and then bought myself a non-electric car. Right. Uh, I oh. think that's because I'm, yeah. Probably it's, it's, it's still within CO2 restrictions. It's still within so. the CO2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. I've done that too, so it must be yeah. fine. Yeah, it's all that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> the electric car lift is actually really new, though. I mean, Moy and yeah. what, what was it? I mean, month, a month ago or something yeah, that we saw. Yeah, it came out after I joined. So yeah, it yeah, it's really recent. Yeah, really recent. Yeah, which is 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 part of our um, carbon net zero by twenty thirty or whatever we've pledged. <laughs> um, at least it's happening. You know, at least at least you're thinking about yeah. it, and you know yeah. that you know it's in place now, which is great. And um, Ian, last but not least, um, I think obviously the company cars. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you feel, I feel really valued at Galliford. I think you, you feel like you have the right support around you. Um, the fact that what Kieran says, right, even though it's a really big company, you never feel like lost some way. Someone's always checking in on you. Yeah. We had this conversation. I'm pretty sure uh, is it someone quite higher up had like a catch-up conversation when I first joined to make sure I was fine. I think that was like really nice or like when I've maybe struggled a bit at work. Um, or like in terms of like mental health and stuff, like people reach out to me, and I just, I think that's very very nice. I don't know if many companies yeah. do that. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Awesome. That's great. And Megan, do you want to add to that in terms of you know you've mentioned when students apply, you know about the ethos and the culture and the values, you know what are they, and you know what you know how could students maybe help to mention? Would that help if they mention that in their application? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when our application process is is more focused on you as a person and getting to know you a bit better than than it is around actually finding out about your academic or technical skills. We sort of recognise from the fact that you've got your degree or obviously are about to achieve your degree um, that you have that academic technical ability and knowledge. So we kind of we 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 know that, but we don't really delve into it too much. We are just more interested in getting to know, know you a bit better. So absolutely the advice would be to find out more about us, our ways of working. Um yeah, do the research around the values because the whole recruitment process is designed around them. So it'd be worthwhile sort of knowing about them. Um, certainly for us as well, the the process is a is a two-way process, particularly when you get to assessment center stage, which is the final stage before we go straight to offer from assessment centre. Um, it's very much a two-way process. So obviously there's there's the, the interview element and we are assessing you because it is an assessment centre. But there absolutely is an opportunity for you to get to know a little bit more about us as an organisation as well. So at the assessment centre, there'll be key people from the business there to ask questions about the projects, about the role. Because we want, we want you to be a fit for us, obviously, but we need to be a fit for you too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think that's a really important part of our 
um, recruitment process is trying to find that match, if you like. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think that goes back to the point right at the beginning that we're yeah. saying about, you know, the company hub and the content in the company mm. hub and about mm-hmm. reading the profiles, watching the videos, because obviously there's two types of research. Is this employer the right employer for me? And am mm. I the right employer mm-hmm. for them? Mm-hmm. So then you yeah. can make those decisions and then make sure your application is going to be a good one. So absolutely. Make sure you rewatch this webinar because there's lots of hints and tips <laughs> that you can find. Right, he's laughing at me. Now I do get where we're doing this. And um, lots of information that they can find out about um, Galliford Try on the hub. This webinar will be live um, tomorrow, if not this afternoon, um, and it will be broken down into bite-sized chunks early next week. So take a look at the Galliford Try hub. Make sure you apply to their opportunities, like um, Megan mentioned at the beginning. I think you said about 57 opportunities in total that you've got. That's right. Um, so get your applications in sooner rather than later. There isn't a deadline. It's ongoing, but we'll close out as soon as they've received enough applications and as soon as they've reached the assessment centre stage. Um, so thank you very much for everybody for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Thanks to the kitten as well, Megan. Um, yeah. And we will, me and Jess, we're done for Christmas now. I know. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, well, we're not really. We're done with webinars. <laughs> we're done with webinars. <laughs> we've, still, we've still got to be good, good girls and keep on working. Um, so me and Jess will be joined by CGI, which is an information technology company, on the 13th of January. But there's still lots for you guys to do. There's still thousands of opportunities, including Galliford Tries. So make sure you get your applications in over the Christmas break. Absolutely. But, Thank you, Galliford Tribe, for joining us today. Thank you, Jessica, for this year. You've been an absolute star, and we will see you all in January. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.